Hello, creators. Save the date for our 2024 Creator Circle Retreat happening September 23rd through 26th in Vancouver, Washington, United States. Registration is open and the early bird deadline is March 15th. The 2024 Creator Circle Retreat will be four days of restoration and rejuvenation for yourself and your business. And you can find all of the details at wellnesscentercreators.com slash retreats, where you can also click to apply. As always, feel free to email with questions anytime at kendall at wellnesscentercreators.com. And lastly, it's important to note that the retreat is limited to 20 people and everyone from last year is getting ready to register again. So jump on it. As health and wellness providers, we know that better patient outcomes require a whole person, multidisciplinary approach that we just can't provide on our own. That's why I've started the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I'll be bringing you interviews with experts, tips, tricks, secrets, resources, systems, and solutions so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And creating your wellness center won't feel like starting over. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. Today on the show, we have a very special guest, Amy Lynn. I'll tell you all about our relationship and how we know each other (laughs) and all the fun we've had together. But um, Amy, welcome to the show. Hi, Kendall. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm so excited to have you. So quick backstory uh, for our listeners. You and I met in Colorado. Uh, When I was in graduate school, you were my internship supervisor, and we have stayed in contact ever since, and uh, we got to see each other in person recently at the Wellness Center Creators Creator Circle Retreat, and it was so lovely to see you and be physically with you in your presence. It was so good to reconnect with you and also just to, you know, talk about how awesome your retreat was. It was such an amazing chance to really get a break from the daily grind of the actual work we're doing day to day and to focus on the bigger picture and just kind of the dreaming and the visioning and the self-care. And it was just such a great blend of all of that. So I'm really excited. Thank you for inviting me. And I'm so glad that we've stayed in touch all these years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we are here to talk about retreats today and some other fun stuff, but I'd love to start with you introducing yourself to our audience and letting, just sharing a bit about your story and how you got to be doing what you're doing present day. Sure. It's been a long and winding road. I am an art therapist and a marriage and family therapist, and I've been practicing for 25 years, if you can believe it. So during that time, I've expanded into other realms besides just therapy. So I do some intuitive work. I work with psychedelics. I do ketamine assisted psychotherapy. I do some business coaching, intuitive business coaching. I actually also get into the realm of astrology, which is a little far out there for some. And then I have started doing um, therapist trainings, like professional trainings that are kind of a a retreat style, as well as retreats for therapists healers, healthcare providers. So all that. Just a couple of things. (laughs) Just a few things. And I should mention I'm in Colorado. I'm in Boulder. 
Yes. Um, yeah, ever since I've known you, you always have, you're very much an entrepreneur and have amazing ideas and you always have your hand in all sorts of things and um, always a lot going on and, and somehow doing it well, doing it all well. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. So I'd love to talk about your, the retreats that you mentioned and you've, you know, in your years, you've done a lot of things uh, you've experienced retreats, you know, as a person attending it, you've uh, led them. You've, I'm curious uh, as you're creating these current retreats that you're offering, what kind of, what are those most important pieces that you have found from your experience over the years that you're making sure to include? Sure. So my first truly professional retreat was when I did my psychedelic training for my ketamine work. And it was the first chance that I had, you know, I've, I've done kind of many retreats for just like personal growth or taking a break. Or actually, I, I have a practice myself of doing a solo retreat once a year. Every March, I go to the hot springs alone. But this was the first time that I did a blend where it was professional and still a retreat. And that was so intriguing to me because, as you mentioned, I am a busy person and I'm very driven and motivated to do a lot of entrepreneurial things. So being able to create a space where there could be kind of a nervous system reset, like some real self-care and some real slowing down. But for the purposes of having creative flow, being able to vision to kind of dig out of that daily to do list and to be able to sort of think clearly and see the landscape. So when I plan my retreats, I'm thinking about holding space for all of that. So it's not just the self care and the break, but it's also for the purposes of being able to show up in our best way as healers, business leaders, etc. Yeah. And I agree 100%. Like this is the way the, this is the only way to do a business focused retreat. It has to include the wellness, slowing down, taking care of self um, as business owner part of it, or I just don't think it's as effective. Absolutely. And it's amazing how, you know, when we don't stop to do that, even you know, the first day of retreat sometimes takes some transition time to kind of even let the pace, the internal pace kind of slow into it. But it's incredible how much time you feel and that you find once you're there and you're focused and concentrating on whatever the retreat topic is that you're learning about. It's like, it, I don't know, it feels like you're there for a month or something. <laughs> it's even just a few days. Yeah. It's incredible. So I'm curious if you have like a success story of someone who, a client who has attended one of these offerings that you could kind of share about their transformative experience. Sure. Uh, what comes to mind, I my most recent retreat was a therapist training for therapists who wanted to add ketamine-assisted psychotherapy into their practices. And so how I approach that is there's kind of a hybrid learning model where I do a bunch of online teaching ahead of the retreat training. And then there's this four-day kind of focused, concentrated retreat space that's an experiential part of the retreat where they're trading being a medicine client and then being a medicine facilitator. And so I had a, a client who's, so my clients are therapists much of the time. And in this case, always. 
And the therapist was expressing that she'd had a lot of burnout kind of since the pandemic. I think any of us in this world are still sort of reeling and trying to figure out where we're landing from that time in our lives as caregivers and therapists. And having her um, attend the training, she she wasn't sure. She kind of came in on an intuitive hit sort of last minute, not really sure if she was going to actually bring CAP into her practice. CAP is the acronym for ketamine-assisted psychotherapy, or if this was going to be sort of a personal professional experience with the experiential of the medicine. And what was so beautiful, and what I love about the specific type of retreat training that I do is that it's oftentimes both. And so she was able to get totally reinvigorated about her professional space and fell in love with the medicine and the work and is going to be offering that. She actually just uh, got in touch with me yesterday and let me know that she's kind of unveiling it to her current clients right now as an offering, which is really exciting for her. But she was also able to do some really deep inner child healing through the medicine work during that retreat time. And so the the retreats are a very interesting mix of professional training and personal deep dive healing. So we're not doing group processing like you would if it was not professional, but there's still space for that for people who are emotionally mature and have done a lot of their own work leading up to the retreat. And so she came away with amazing amounts of healing, some deep inner child stuff that she didn't even realize was kind of woven through and connecting in to what was creating her burnout and some of her kind of, you know, boundaries and things that she was, that were a part of that burnout experience she was going through. So it was this really beautiful, holistic way to um, help her through two hard places at once. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I'm curious about what you mean by intuitive business coaching. So Mm. how is this approach different from other business coaching approaches you've seen or experienced and um, how does it impact, you know, the client's journey as a business owner in different ways? You know, that little voice in your mind, not the one that's narrating your life, but that other one that comes in like a ping or a download that just is like a knowing. I think we all have that and we all have access to that. And so how I see my intuitive business coaching working is it partly I'm intuitively connecting to my clients, but mostly I'm supporting them to connect to that voice and to hear and listen to that voice. So part of the importance of retreat is that you clear space to have a stronger connection to that intuitive knowing or that voice in your mind. And what I found in the years that I've been doing this, it's maybe um, non-traditional, but usually what you know you need to do for your business is the right thing versus what we might read in a business book or something that's kind of more coming from a traditional business space. I think especially in the helping professions and when we're helping people heal and there is emotional and energetic quality to what we're doing with our work. So it's really supporting and reinforcing my client's ability to hear that voice, to make space to connect with that voice, to trust it, and then how to integrate that and translate it back into you know the 3D world of the actual business and what they're doing, what they're choosing to do. Hey, this is Shelby from the Jane team. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software designed to save you time with features like user-friendly online booking, efficient documentation, and an integrated payment solution. Here at Jane, we know your treatment time is valuable and you'd much rather be helping your patients and clients than filling out paperwork or chasing payment information. 
Jane's online intake forms help you maximize your treatment time by collecting all of the right information before your patient even walks through the door. Whether you need to collect a credit card on file, insurance billing details, or sign consent, you can customize your forms to fit your practice needs. And Jane is HIPAA compliant, so you can feel confident knowing that your patient's data is stored securely. With patient details saved directly to their profile and questionnaires to their chart, you can say goodbye to your bulky filing cabinet for good. Learn more by heading to jane.app forward slash guide. So in addition to these sort of, you know, paid offerings or um, business offerings, I know that you also are providing like free guided meditations and other resources, Reiki, some moon circles. Um, Tell us how this is contributing to your overall mission in your life and what value is it bringing, you know, to the people that you're serving and working with? So I come from a social service place. I got my start in the helping professions as a social worker working in urban environments. Um, and, And I have this sense of wanting support to be accessible. And of course, I'm also a business owner and have to support myself and my family. So there's always both. But that has given me a strong commitment to always offering something or some services, tools that are completely free to anyone in the world. And through that, I think that there's also this beautiful relationship building that happens so that if someone does want to do a retreat, they're getting to know me and my energy and my approach. And for some people, a retreat is a huge expense or investment, and that helps them connect with it. So I do, as a business coach, I oftentimes suggest people coming up with their own authentic way of offering something that's just a give. And so some of the things that I do, um, my partner, Brian, who does life coaching, he and I are both Reiki certified. So we do energy healing remotely um, every time there's a new moon and every time there's a full moon at 7.30 p.m. mountain on those nights, we're sitting in meditation, holding a high Reiki frequency and sharing that healing energy with a circle of people. So anybody can join into that. I'm happy to share the details of how to do that. I also have um, really enjoyed using this kind of hybrid model. I mean, if things, I was doing this before the pandemic, but if if anything, this has made it sort of normal to have these hybrid modes. And so I've really enjoyed creating these online libraries. I use them to support my clients and my practice, and especially with the ketamine work, so that there's a lot of self-guided, intuitive work that people can do outside of the sessions. But I've created a free resource library where I share all kinds of things about the different things that I do, but there's really practical things like strategies for resetting your nervous system and guided meditations that you can repeat over time that are like somatic energetic healing meditations. So I love the idea that I can keep giving back, but also have this successful abundant business at the same time. And it's just a part of my whole ecosystem of my business. So I know your online platform includes resources on astrology as well for mm-hmm. healing. And I think our audience would be interested to hear your thoughts on how astrology can complement traditional therapy practices mm-hmm. and how to integrate those modalities, you know, ethically and successfully. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is where we have to kind of straddle that crossover world into coaching I try to keep a clear, you know, my private practice is this sort of separate bubble. And then all my other coaching types of things are separate from that. 
um, astrology, you know, I think of it like this. We're these tiny human beings on this giant planet that's a part of a massive, like unimaginably huge solar system. And then beyond that, there's, you know, so much more beyond just our tiny solar system. And if there's energies moving in a centrifugal motion, you know, there's like the spinning of the planets and the orbit around the sun, there's an energetic relationship that's happening that we can't help but feel and experience as these little humans on the planet. But how how I think of that is that we're feeling some kind of maybe subtle energies that we can't name or we don't even aren't even aware of. But that's coming through to our human selves, which are run by nervous systems and ego minds and thinking minds. And we make stories, we make stories about what we see around us, how we feel, what's happening to us. And the more I've studied astrology, which has been kind of a lifelong study, but I really dove in probably about a decade ago, is that, oh my gosh, like when I'm feeling these energetic intuitive, like, oh, it seems like there's this energy happening in the collective or one of my favorite really specific examples is traffic. Like however traffic feels that day, is probably related to what's happening with the planets, which is fascinating. So I feel like um, studying astrology and learning about it gives you a tool both for self-acceptance that what you feel is real, but that it's not necessarily about you or your problem. It kind of helps you detach and have this way of kind of um, harnessing your own energy and understanding the energies around you and your relationship to them rather than being in that ego thinking mind. So it's really... You know, much more expansive than that and has to do with what the planets are doing today and how that impacts your birth chart. I do business readings and business chart readings, which are super interesting. You can bring in your natal chart with a business chart and figure out some of your sticking points with your business. So there's many ways that this goes. But generally, how I feel it helps people the most is with really that self-acceptance, that kind of validation that what you're experiencing is what you're experiencing, but then not having to make negative stories about that. So what advice would you have for listeners who are maybe considering exploring a holistic and intuitive approach to healing personally or professionally or both? How can they like, what's the first step to that? Sure. I think really meditation is the first step. Self-awareness is the first step. I kind of put those together. Having a committed daily healing practice is probably like the second step, but closely connected to the first step. So focusing on it, for inviting it in. Um, for me personally, I came to a lot of this work through things, through hardship, through things not going great and having to heal or find my way through a hard thing. And then realizing I hadn't been holistically connecting to myself. And this goes back you know, decades ago. But I think that it's really making that mindset shift to commit to being more authentically connected to your whole core essence and to your intuition, to the self-awareness of what's happening with you in the present moment, and then bringing in actions where you're able to then build new practices, new habits, new um, neural pathways around approaching your life and your day with more intention. This is such a fascinating conversation. I feel like mm-hmm. our listeners, it's so valuable to, you know, we talk a lot in the business coaching world about like, okay, how to hire people, how to find your vision, all these things, right? And so our listeners are, they're going out and they're finding those resources and they're 
trying to figure out how to run their business. Um, but there, there's going to be that group of business owners who gravitate more towards what you're talking about and that they will actually be much more successful if they can come back to themselves first Mm -hmm. and come into an alignment first. And we could argue that that would be beneficial for everyone. Um, But I think it's a really, it's a valuable conversation today and I'm glad we're having it. I'm curious if you, you know, can picture that brand new provider, whether they're a therapist or massage therapist or naturopath or whoever it is, whatever modality, they're brand new. They want to start their practice or maybe they're ready to, to start the group practice. What's the one piece of advice? I mean, you've kind of, you've done it all. You've done the group practice thing. You've done the solo practice thing. You've done the multidisciplinary thing. You've, you've kind of tried it all the ways, right? What's the first piece of advice you would have for that new business owner? I think it's about finding your authentic voice and your true self and letting that guide your way. I think when you're starting out, I mean, I remember this myself, like being in that place of what's my business name? What's my website going to be? What are my colors? What's my logo? And getting like hung up for weeks on like what font you're going to use or something like that. You know, It's like exactly. so easy to get caught up in the weeds. And it's like, really, as long as you are in your authenticity and you're present and intentional with what you're doing, that becomes a foundation for everything. And people can feel that. They can feel that in your voice when you're doing your lives or however you're marketing yourself. They can feel that on your website by however your headshot winds up looking, no matter what you decided to wear or whatever else, you know? And so it's really just finding, getting really clear on what is your true, deepest, authentic self and your core essence. And how can you be trusting and brave enough to kind of turn that inside out and show that to the world? Because that's the biggest piece too, is that you're really, as a business owner, bringing that out of your own internal self. Yeah. And to be brave enough to do it differently, mm-hmm. right? Because the people around you will be in the weeds. Like, oh, well, the business book said I need to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And you're over here like, well, that doesn't feel in alignment for me. And this is, this feels much more authentic, right? To do it this way. And um, yeah. Totally. And it reminds me of something you said at the retreat when you were talking about, like, what's the difference between the people who are successful and the people who aren't? It's like, they do it. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they do the steps, they take the actions. Yep. And, you know, I think with um, how I'm how I kind of m- might evolve that comment, which is totally, absolutely true, is that it's it's doing it in the way that matches your authenticity, right? Right. Like you and I are more we're quick when we do and we yeah. just get it done. And some people might yeah. have a slower process. So this isn't about pace or anything. But it's like, how do you actually make that action step real in the world? So not just the bravery of doing it differently, but literally just doing it. (laughs) Just doing it because, well, it sounds so simple, um, (laughs) but it's not. It's one of the hardest things. Mm -hmm. And, but truly that's the difference that I see of, you know, business owners in the wellness space. And it's doing it before you feel ready because you're never going to feel ready. It's just like anything else. It's never going to be perfectly tied up in a bow, ready to go uh, for you. It's just about doing it anyway. Exactly. Amy, it's been so lovely to chat with you. You have a 
giveaway for our listeners. It sounds like you're extending your early bird rate for your next CAP training. Do you want to tell everybody about it? Yes. I, I know this is probably last minute for out of town people. So I actually have two CAP therapist trainings coming up in the beginning of the new year. The first is January 25th to the 28th. And then the second is April 18th to the 21st. So I'm extending early bird, which is almost expired already for the January one all the way through January 20th. That would be, we'd have to obviously be in contact before that, but the payment could be made then. And then I'm also offering $100 off your first intuitive coaching session. And I'm just doing these in kind of a casual way. So I don't have a code for people to remember or write down. Just find my information in the show notes and get in touch with me directly. I'm very, that's another way that I'm yeah. in my authentic self. I'm, I want to talk to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just tell Amy you heard about her on the show yep. and she'll, she'll honor it. Um, so if people do want to work with you in this way, how, how do they find you? They can find me at my website, which is also my Instagram handle, which is root wellness studio. Great. And all of that will be in the show notes as well. Amy, thank you so much for being on. You are so welcome. It's so glad to connect with you and your beautiful audience. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website at wellnesscentercreators.com for more show notes and additional episodes. Plus, if you do have time, please subscribe to the podcast and please consider rating and reviewing the show. That will help other people find us. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time on the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. Podcast.